When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I did have a big thing to talk about, uh, which is hot on the interwebs at the moment. You went and saw the Marvels. I went and saw the Marvels just several hours ago, uh, right before I got that fucking horrendous letter in the mail. Um, I think we're all pretty much aware that Marvel has gone into the shitter with a lot of its content. So that's really nothing that anyone's going to fight anyone on for the most part. Um what well, did you think about oh sorry go ahead even like mainstream media has recently got on the bandwagon it was right around when south park put out their like pandaverse special being oh convenient <laughs> i know so convenient that south park calls it out and is just like openly mocking how kathleen kennedy is like put a chick in it and make her lame and gay and then variety comes out with an article saying how like marvel's got huge problems they have no idea what the fuck they're doing their big mm-hmm. bad guy is this guy who might be going to jail, which is going to be a problem. And not only that, like his character is just fucking stupid. He's like everywhere and nowhere and everything and nothing all at the same time. Mm-hmm. He got his ass kicked in Ant-Man or so I've been told. But like that was yeah, just one yeah. of him. So he'll be back. And yeah, I know he got beaten Loki. I saw Loki season one. And? Uh, very forgettable. And it was just another, it was just a classic Disney bait and switch where it's like, oh, you came to see Loki. Well, here's a chick instead. So enjoy that. <laughs> gotcha. They get, so, they do it every time. I know. Did you see um the last Ant-Man movie? Nope. I've just heard okay. Mahler busted apart many, many times as I fall asleep. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I made the choice to watch the Ant-Man movie like a couple weeks after it came out. Because, I mean, I don't think the Ant-Man series has been very good. I think it's literally just held up by Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd because Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd is fun. He's a likable um, dude. Right. But other than that, it's just a very like cut and paste superhero villain story for the most part. Um, But the third one, I think jarring plot holes and problems aside, it was just full of a lot of messaging and it really just dissects the character that we really love completely in that series. And it puts forward, you know, his daughter, who's a fucking communist and all that shit. Um, Overall, it's just not a very good movie, and the new villain that they introduced there, too, is just, like, taken out so fucking easily and has, like, no screen time as well. Yeah. So you and here's the other thing. Is that's that not so- where that villain was introduced. He was introduced in Loki, Loki in season Loki. one. Oh, you yeah, knew that. Like, okay. Yeah, there's different versions of him. So My point was going to be that, like, and you didn't even know that because nobody really knows that because not that many people watched Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, so the MCU so, is dying, I think, for a couple of different reasons. One, they shot their load with like Endgame and oh shit, Thanos. what's his name? Thanos. They shot yeah. their load there, and then they moved into a, ne- a new era of Marvel where they had no real vision, which is surprising because it seems like they've had an overarching vision for their movies and their characters for many, 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 many movies and many years back, right? It was all leading towards Thanos, and it was all leading towards something. Mm-hmm. And now they're just kind of like, I don't know. And but also we don't know. And also what we're going to do is make it as diverse as humanly possible, which is inherently has problems because you're now hiring actors and writers and directors, not based on if they're good at their job, just based on whatever they got between their legs and whatever color they are, which is not 
not going to make a good product. Which and, is, uh, are you in my brain? Because I've made that point on several streams in the last year. And everyone's like, oh, no, they have direction. I'm like, my nigga, look at where they are. They don't have any fucking direction. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I recently heard that when they were making Doctor Strange, they were filming Act 2, and nobody knew how it was going to end because they hadn't finished writing it yet. Yes, that's actually a pretty common thing in Hollywood now, apparently. What type of product do you think you're going to get when you don't even know what you're doing and you already have begun it? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, and mm-hmm. then, like, the other... So, one, the big thing has already come and passed. Two, now we're just doing diversity for diversity's sake. Three, we have no direction. And... Then they come out with Disney Plus. Disney Plus needs content. So they start throwing all sorts of shows on there, which is fine. That like whatever. Like make Loki, but have it be its own thing or make Wanda Visionary. But they didn't. They were like, these are all going to tie into the movies too, right? So then that way, because their idea was probably that way we can capitalize on Marvel. You're going to be like, I need to know what's going on in this movie. Therefore, I shall subscribe to Disney Plus. The opposite happened. <laughs> the movie comes out and is like, you need to go watch her show over on Disney Plus. And the average consumer was like, fuck that. Yeah, too much time, right? <laughs> right. Did you, uh, did you see how much Disney Plus lost in the last quarter, by the way? Yeah. Well, hold on. $57 million. Right, 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 right. They were trying to say how they had an influx of subscribers, but it was actually like compared to last year. I don't know. They fudged their numbers around to make it look better because they just had an earnings call like three days Mm -hmm. ago. Mm -hmm. So they kind of fluffed up the numbers to make them look good. But if you look at them harder and then compare them to last year at their other earnings call, like you said, they lost millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And they're about okay. So that brings us to the Marvels. Uh, Everybody figures this movie's going to suck. And people started seeing it yesterday. Uh, yeah, for, for me, for some reason, uh, usually like when there's a big movie coming out like the Marvels, and I say big because like it's, it's a blockbuster, right? That's the purpose of it. Um, usually like I can see it as early as Tuesday or Wednesday, especially if I go down to Toronto, but not even Toronto was playing this early. Like the earliest I could see it was today on a Thursday. Interesting. So yeah. you saw it. Yes. How was it? Fucking dog shit, man. Um, and it's not for the obvious reasons. Are so, you just uh, saying that because Critical Drinker told you to think that? No, I actually have not watched many of his videos, and I find myself disagreeing with him on a lot of his stuff recently. Um, like what? But uh, like the he thought the creator was great. I was like, dude, the creator's fucking dog shit. What are you talking about? Like, it's it's the definition of polishing a turd. Huh. That's what the creator is. Um, we can get into that maybe later. Okay, but. So um, I know a lot of people are going to harp on the really obvious stuff, <clears throat> geeks and gamers, um, like, you know, <laughs> oh, there's there's women everywhere and oh, they put cats in and oh, my God, like female. I'm like, no, that's just the tip of the iceberg. In all honesty, they did rip on the um, cats. They said that although there was full of women, they didn't have too many girl power moments, according to them. They didn't have. OK, yeah, see, I'm uh, already lost me. All right. So. Um, I, this movie suffers from a lot of the things that Captain Marvel suffered from, uh, which was um, a lack of good storytelling, a lot of good character building, a whole lot of pro-feminism injection, and also just a complete lack of direction, like overall. Literally, um, the director and- left to go work on another project. Oh, I'm talking about Captain Marvel. Hold on. Captain oh, Marvel, whoops, my right? bad. 
Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the, the director of the Marvels literally fucked off. Yeah. So um, we did. So MMM, we had a stream where we reviewed Captain Marvel this past Monday and Platoon was with us and all that stuff. And one of the points I'd made is that people harped on this movie when it came out in 2019 just because of the oh, m- m- politics kind of thing. I do right? have to say something. You yes. talk about like we talk about Friday Night Tights and how it's like I would like to hear these people's opinions. But when you put nine fucking people together and they're all talking at the same time with God only knows how much lag, because some of them are in the UK. A couple of them are down in like Australia. Some are in Texas. It's mm-hmm. fucking insane. I mm-hmm. I tapped on the MMM podcast when you guys had little platoon on and I saw seven motherfucking people on that panel. And I was like, no, were they yelling over each other? Though? Yes. No, they weren't. Absolutely. There's seven of you. When were we yelling over each other on Monday? The time that I tapped on it. Which was when? (laughs) How how would I even quantify that? See, you're just giving me a whole lot of uh, stuff that might have happened, but I don't have any evidence of it. Well, what do I give you a time mark? I don't know. I don't know. What do you want? No, just tell me which episode it was that we were talking over each other. The one that was just on Monday, the Captain Marvel one. When were we like? What were we talking over each other about? The Captain Marvel. Okay. Point yeah. I'm going to. I'm going to no, not a point yeah, because I'm going to well, implore yes, listeners if they're really interested to go and watch that and actually point out where we're yelling at each other like they do on Friday Night Tights. Well, like they do on Friday Night Tights is come on, that's the bar is so high then. Come on. <laughs> well, that's what you're comparing it to, right? Yeah. That, that's exactly. You were, yeah, and we're nothing like that. A little like if that, any, because you didn't I've, have nine I've people, started, you had seven. And I also fucking crack down on that shit now because I'm sick of cannoli just letting them run free. And I'm like, my nigga, nobody can understand what the fuck we're talking about when you got nine fuckers on here and they're all yelling at the same time. Just tell people to shut the fuck up. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I think people harped on Captain Marvel for all the the easy points, right? Um, because like it just like Carol Danvers isn't a likable character, like whatsoever. Um, on top of her just being written poorly, um, she has no. So all of these Marvel movies, even if the plot is simple, there's always like a basic hero's journey where it's like they have a struggle, they overcome it, they grow out of it, and then they transform into what they finally are, like Iron Man or Captain America or some shit like right. that. Hero's journey. Right. By comparison, Carol Danvers, her uh, struggles, which she blames basically on the patriarchy right. more or less throughout the film, is her doing like really basic shit that literally anyone of any race and any gender would overcome, like fucking falling off a bike. That's one of the flashbacks that they use to show her overcoming the patriarchy, by the way. Yeah. I, falling I, off a bike. <laughs> I've heard this scene described many times. Like, yeah, right. like, you could do my bike again. But see, what a, what a what a powerful whammon because I fell off my bike when I was a wee tot and I just gave up. It's a fuck it. <laughs> right? So it's just like she doesn't actually have any struggle. And then they just copped out by, okay, she shoots a fucking, what, nuclear core and has blue goo just sprung onto her. And all of a sudden, she just gets every superpower in the universe. Right. Which, by the way, we don't see her try to discover these, really. We just know that she has them and that they've been kind of neutered because she had, like, a chip on the back of her neck, right? Um, but she can do everything once she takes that chip off. Which has so many problems because now nothing is nothing is a threat. She could just handle it. I think I remember people saying that when Thanos shows up in town 
Captain Marvel could just handle that and then just be on her way. Pretty exactly right, and then they tried to make it seem like, oh no, he's really strong by him being able to land a punch on her in Endgame, but it actually didn't do fucking shit at all. But if you are going to have a god character, then you need to have that god character struggle with god type shit, like I don't know, Doctor Manhattan. Right, actually have some nuance to them, right? Because that's what makes a character relatable and interesting. Because it's easy to say that, that, like, you're not going to have any struggles if you have it. If you are the most powerful being in the universe, you're probably not going to have any struggles, right? Like, what would what would hang you up? But ah, you could be smart about your writing, and you could say, "Well, wait a minute. If you're the most powerful thing in the in the entire universe, that probably comes with its own set of problems." Mm-hmm. 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 Exactly. Like maybe she could have a love interest or something that, like, oh. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if you tuned into that part, but I very much so. Okay, <laughs> Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. There's so Jude Law's character, Yon Rog. Okay. So Yon Rog, he finds Carol on Earth after she shoots the nuclear core and gets a blue splooge on her, right? Nice. And somehow between that happening, she goes from Earth to Hala, which is the, the Kree planet. Hala. And she's just, she's just, <laughs> right. And she's just there for six years. We don't know how he got her there. Like there's, there's nothing why she even trusts them as much because she clearly has memory problems, right? <laughs> so sounds like he, Bill Cosby'd her. Right. So I propose that the movie would have been far better if it were just us seeing how fucking Jan Rug basically mind rapes and controls Carol Danvers into becoming a Cree weapon. Oh, he's like she's his puppet and she doesn't know it. Exactly. Oh, that sounds interesting as fuck. That would have made a far more compelling character. What happened in well. She She got a cat. She go yeah, which is called a flurgan, a flur, a merkin. <laughs> no, a merkin is a toupee for your vagina. It might as well be. Um, <laughs> was it? She gets she go, she goes to a Kree planet, then she gets captured by scrolls, but the scrolls are evil, and the scrolls try to pull memories from her. But then she escapes and kills some scrolls and comes to Earth, and then she somehow knows how to do everything on Earth, but despite not being on Earth for six years and having no memories of it. And then the Kree are good, and they're like refugees. And then she goes to kill the Supreme Intelligence, which is played by Annette Benning. That name sounds and familiar. Why? Very famous actress during the 90s. Annette Benning. What's she in? I can picture her, but I can't name anything that she's in. But I know I've seen her in a lot of But things. very famous. Very famous woman. Yes. Very famous actress. We're both like, hmm. Yeah. Um... And that, that was basically Captain Marvel. So now, the Marvels, um, this apparently takes place right after the events of Secret Invasion, which they were like, oh, you got to watch Secret Invasion in order to understand the Marvels. What no, is you Secret Invasion? Oh, oh, that's another yeah. Disney Plus show that, like, not only did I not... Okay, there's a difference between I don't care about it, but I'm aware of it, and then there's I just don't even know about it. Secret Invasion is one of those. <sighs> Yeah. Captain America and his buddy. What what was that show? Uh, Winter Falcon and the Soldier, or Falcon and the Captain, Winter Soldier. Uh, hold, on, hold on, we got this. We got. I think we're close. Okay. Captain Falcon. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's another one that was like not even. I didn't even think about turning that on. It was just I'd see it pop up and be like, nope. Do, yeah, it doesn't look interesting, see, right? Oh, oh, and then um, the movie, another movie that touches on this movie, uh, Mrs. Marvel. Miss Marvel, yes. I don't even know when that came out. 
That was a fucking I... fart in the wind in my book. Fart in the wind for most people. Nobody watched it, apparently. And problem. So, yeah. Um, okay, so this takes place after I... Secret Wars, which is something that I forgot Secret existed. Invasion. Oh, Secret Invasion. Yes. Um, because it explains why Nick Fury is on that space station, but in all honesty, it's it's not even a plot point that they care about. So basically, um, so Monica Rambo, which was the little girl in Captain Marvel, who in Captain Marvel stayed the same age for six years, by the way. Wait. <laughs> she what? became a superhero in WandaVision, right? Because she yes, she touched she Monica's got... goo. No, not Monica. She not touched how... um Wanda's goo. Scarlet Witch. Oh, Wanda's goo. Uh, do you did you watch Wandavision? No, didn't care. Okay, I'm with you. I understand not caring. This this one I did watch. First three episodes were actually pretty fucking great, and then it just became typical Marvel bullshit. I I heard it started off pretty well, and then just went straight into the dumps in the second half. Well, of, it was super this. interesting because it was like the Dick Van Dyke show, but it was featuring like Wanda and Vision as Dick, like, and it was like a sitcom with a laugh track, and everything was fucking weird. But then, like, everything was black and white, and then it was like a toy helicopter or, like, a toy rocket ship showed up, and it was in color, and it was red. And, like, Wanda sees it, and she's, like, all fucking acting suspicious. And it was like, oh, what is happening in this show? And then episode two starts, and it's, they've, like, progressed. It's more like the Brady Bunch, right? And it's all, like, over-the-top laughter and astroturf grass. And it was, I don't know, it was just so intriguing. Like, what the? And it's something from Marvel that you haven't seen before. Gotcha. Then it just turns it was out actually interesting. Yeah, then it turns out it's all in Wanda's head. She's taking this town captive and then uh, uh Agatha, like some other witch and uh a, another v- version of Vision, they just get into superhero fights and there you go. And it's just okay. uh, they're flying around shooting laser beams at each other and it was like, "Ah, oh, this is the typical bullshit." But anyway. Yeah. So didn't care for it, right? Wanda has got this town held hostage in like a fucking bubble of magic. And Rambo, she can, everybody else touches the magic, they get fucked up, but she can touch the magic and go through it. And going back and forth through it a couple of times gave her magic powers because reasons. That's kind of gay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Same. I mean, a lot of hero origins are pretty fucking gay. Like Peter Parker getting bitten by a radioactive spiders. Okay. Yeah, but you can make it fun, right? Like, it's not like for Peter Parker, especially, it's not so much that he got bitten by the spider, it's that everything that happened to him afterwards, right? And it's relatable to an audience right. because you're like, oh right. man, that's right. what happened to me when I went through puberty. But, exactly. Deal, you know? But that's not my point. The, when Miles Morales gets his powers, at least via the video game, because that's the only origin story of Miles Morales I'm aware of, because I don't read comic books, Um, he just gets bit by a spider, too. <laughs> Oh, so they just copy and paste the same origin story onto a black Latino. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyways, back to the Marvel. So, so uh, it takes place right after Secret Invasion. So Monica Rambeau, uh, which was she's first introduced as a little girl in Captain Marvel. Then she showed up in the WandaVision series, and that's about it. So she's now like a space science. She's like an astrophysicist or some shit. Sure. Um, working for, for Fury under Saber or whatever. And then Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, she's a 16-year-old who has powers, and she's, like, saving a Jersey City. And that's what happened in her own miniseries, Miss Marvel, which nobody watched. But apparently was okay, from what I hear. Yeah, um, I've heard that that was then, okay, too. Right. And then Captain Marvel is still just doing what she was doing in Endgame, which was just trying to find a home for the Skrulls um, across the universe, right? 
Um, so basically what happens is the, the villain, uh, Darben, who was race and gender swapped for this adaptation, by the way, originally a, a blue dude in the, in the comic books. Yeah. Uh, she's trying what? to find it's now it's a black woman. Oh <laughs> yeah. Okay. So she is, uh, she's part of the Cree nation. And what happened is she kind of took ro- rule over Hala after Captain Marvel Hala. destroyed the supreme intelligence okay sorry were you, were you gonna say something no, I just say holla. every time you say holla oh. i have to say holla okay <laughs> so yeah she took over ruling kree after carol danvers destroyed destroyed the supreme intelligent uh 30 years earlier in the events of captain marvel and when that happened it basically destroyed uh holla holla <laughs> uh so like they started experiencing drought uh the sun in their solar system died um, the air wasn't clean so no one could go outside and breathe so she was going across the universe trying to find solutions to this and one of the solutions was to get these two bracelets one of which kamala khan has and kind of helps her powers um and basically the, these two bracelets combined would open up like new jump space portals so that she could teleport stuff through those through those holes Kamala Khan uh. sounds like a Godzilla monster. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. <sighs> a little bit, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to follow this. It's it's I not know. easy. I, I'm I'm. It's oh god. This oh. Once I explain the basic plot, then we'll get into the nitty gritty. And hold on, I so, need you and dear listener to understand. I don't have the computer in my closet. I have nothing. I have a notebook, and I'm closing my eyes and listening to every word you say. And my brain is just like, let's fuck off. Let's fuck off. Let's fuck off. And it just keeps trying. Trust me, my brain wanted to fuck off three minutes into this. So it keeps I trying to wonder, and I'm like, hey, goddammit, focus. Right. So she finds one of the bracelets on what looks like a moon, and she puts it on, and basically this jumpstarts the powers that teleport the three, um, like Monica, Kamala, and Captain Marvel all together, which is what you see in the trailer, yeah. right? Um, the first half of this movie was basically shown in all of the trailers. So, um, immediately it jumps into them switching places and there's some fight scenes and shit goes down. So they're like fighting uh, and then they use a power and then the other one shows up and they're like, how did I get here? Oh no, better fight. Exactly. Exactly. All shown in the trailers. So, um, once all that dies down, then Monica goes to Kamala's house and she's like, oh, we're looking for Kamala Khan. Um, because like it seems that we're all connected and then they figure out um, when it all started because Darben found that bracelet and now Darben has gone to the Kree refugee planet or whatever to try and steal their air so then all three of them just like go out there and try to save the Kree while she like opens up a hole in the sky and sucks out their air (laughs) like a a vacuum pretty much like a vacuum yeah (laughs) So they try to save as many of the scrolls as they can, but then they let some of them die. And then they're like, oh, we're a team. We got to figure out how to work like a team. Um, and meanwhile, they try to input like this whole, oh, we don't, bro, you know, I'll get to that later. Anyways, <laughs> so 
they start working as a team and then somehow only seeing this happen once they're just like oh i know what we need to do in order to fix all these holes that this bitch keeps making we need to get both of these bracelets and then you guys need to put power in me because like monica rambo she can harness light but she becomes like invisible some shit like that and then kamala can make physical like she can turn light into physical matter and then captain marvel is just superman on crack basically right with that superman without kryptonite right so um they yeah she just somehow figures that because she's a wonderful astrophysicist or some shit like that and she's not uh, just like a pleasant house mom no, no no she's not none of these women have children no oh right so none they, of them so are doing figure, the thing that they're put on this earth to do reproduce. Oh, I'm I'm about to get there actually. Oh, so bitchin'. they so they she sucks out the clean air out of one planet and they're just like, oh, she's gonna go after water next, and she's also hitting all the planets that I've called like Captain Marvel's like she's also hitting all the planets that I've once called home. And so this other planet, which is called well, it's actually called Aladdin. It's called it's Aladdin? Aladdin? <laughs> Why? Aladdin. Aladdin. There we go. Oh. Aladdin. I was like, why the <laughs> fuck would they call it Aladdin? That's so stupid. So I can show to- you my home world. Right. So they go to this planet, which is like 96% water, and that's how they know that Darben's going to go there next to get the water resources for Hala. Because it's got a lot of water. Yes, and? It's named Aladdin. Hala. You didn't say Hala. Ah, yeah, you, yeah, you dug it down in me. I got there. <laughs> So they go to that planet, and it turns out that Carol, during all of her space adventures, married the prince on this planet as a marriage of convenience. But it's really not explained why it's a marriage of convenience. So for about 10 minutes of the film, um, it's just a song and dance interlude because all the people on this planet can only communicate through song. So it's like high school musical. Pretty much, but really colorful and kind of like a scene from Aladdin. So I just heard from Critical Drinker's stream because he went and saw it that it's because it's a matriarchal society. So she married that guy so she could be in charge. Yeah, what she says in a piece of dialogue. But again, it's not really explained how or why it's a matriarchal society, why he couldn't find a wife that is convenience, really. Yeah. So. She goes and she, like, so they get to, like, the Grand Hall or whatever, and, like, she transforms into, like, this Captain Marvel dress, basically. Nice. And then you see her dance with the prince, and they sing. And then she's just finally just like, okay, we need to stop fucking singing and talk. Brie Larson sings? Yeah. Oh, bruh. She's got a Vivo. What's that? V-E-V-O. You know, those those music video channels for artists. She's a singer? Oh, that's right. Didn't she start her career as trying to be a singer? Uh, I don't think she's, I don't know if she started it, but like she had the talent and actually had pu- like uh, recorded and released several tracks. So she sings she well. She sings well. She can actually sing. Wow. That's like uh, in Sweeney Todd when Johnny Depp starts singing. It's like, oh shit, this motherfucker can do everything. Right. So she can sing as well. And it's kind of interesting because she was kind of like a, an Avril Lavigne sort of. So it's like, it makes you wonder what could have been huh. uh, if she went, went into music instead of acting. I don't think acting's going to go so well for her. Uh, because of her personality, it's not going so well for her. I think she's kind of done. Uh, no, she definitely is. Most definitely. Like, she shot herself in the foot. I think she's a talented actress, in all honesty. But she's just so unlikable in real life that nobody wants to work with her now. What was she um, good in? Because I've only seen her in 21 Jump Street. She was the love interest of 
<laughs> um, Jonah Hill. So she has an Oscar. You know that, right? Yeah, but they give those things to anybody who is woke enough. Fair. Fair. Like, who cares? So she she was in a movie called Room, uh, where basically it's based off of... Oh, my God. It's based off... It's inspired by a real case where a dude had kidnapped this teenage girl and then imprisoned her in his basement and then had a kid with her and then she escaped like 15 years later with the kid and all that stuff because there's a few cases like that. And she was in that and did well? Uh, yeah, she was really good in it. Um, so she got an Oscar for that. She was in a little HBO show called The United States of Terra, which nobody saw except for me, it seems, because <laughs> everyone I've asked about that show, no one has seen it, but it was actually kind of fun. That's like my winning and- time. Oh, there you go. Best right. show ever. And no then, one will watch it. <laughs> and then she was in um, the Scott Pilgrim movie. What? Yeah. Who? She was Scott Pilgrim's ex-girlfriend, Envy Adams. Dude, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim versus the world is one of those movies that everybody's got such a nerd boner for. That movie kind of blows. <gasps> uh, and I'll tell you why. Because Michael Sarah's <sighs> in it, and Michael Sarah is just a fucking pussy in everything he's in. And I, the type of dude that I hate the most to watch on screen is the guy who's like, oh, I don't know, guys, him and um, the guy who played Zuckerberg, Jesse Eisenberg, fucking no, I can't, stand, can't either. stand either of them. Michael Sarah was only good in one movie. This is the end when he blows cocaine in people's faces. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'll watch that guy. That guy's hilarious. Where's that guy been? You know what? Um, I... Scott Pilgrim is the only time in which Michael Sarah acting like Michael Sarah seems like acting. Yeah. I don't know. If that makes like sense. Like, I've seen yeah. it twice. Everybody loves it. I, nah. I, I love it. But I really loved the uh, the comic book series in high school. That's, and I, I, it just, it's legitimately a one, almost a one for one adaptation. The ending is just a bit different. I can just, hear javier out there right now jumping into the discord to blow me up for my opinion on scott pilgrim i know it i'm gonna hop into the fucking <laughs> discord after this to blow you up on your opinion of scott pilgrim scott pilgrim's rad dude nah. it's okay that's something you doesn't and he White play Bear now share in common doesn't he play bass in this band he does yes yeah only bitch-ass losers play bass by the way oh he is a bitch-ass loser in the movie well, okay then too. i guess that's fair okay well then point spot scott pilgrim then oh yeah i'll admit it's, when i'm wrong it's quite, it, why it makes the fuck quite would you learn to play the bass over a fucking guitar explain that to me are you just afraid of being cool or are you just a bitch-ass loser a bitch-ass loser right why who the fuck plays the bait I'll, I'll tell you what pendulette actually plays upright bass and when you go see them in vegas it's just him and a guy on the piano playing like as everybody's finding their seats pretty fucking cool Okay, so now you found a reason why it's cool. Then stand up upright a... bass, like that big motherfucking bass, is pretty cool. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, not like yeah. an electric, you know, Ibanez bass. I got you. Right? Okay, those are two different instruments then. So I... no, that's fine. Mm, I think a stand up bass does not have frets, and I think a, like an electric bass does. Right. I I I'm not I'm not certain. Like violins and stuff, like they don't have frets, which I think is just fascinating. That's like you just have to know where your finger's supposed to go to make the the right note. Note. I don't know. Anyway, guitar's fun, man. I'm gonna tell like instruments, and I hope you do. But you only get two choices: you get guitar or piano, because nobody gives a fuck. I have a neighbor, neighbor kid, like a neighbor kid is in high school, started playing clarinet, 
two years ago and we'd hear him outside like uh, practicing or whatever. Right. Who the fuck plays clarinet? Right. That's why you're laughing. No, I played the clarinet. Uh, That's because (laughs) I had to. So in grade nine, there was a music class and you had to pick an instrument. And the last one available was clarinet. So I had no choice. Okay. Anyway, he's been playing the shit out of that clarinet for two years. And now when we hear him, like he's really good. But who fucking cares if you're good at the clarinet? Whereas you can be mediocre at guitar and people are like, ooh, interested. That's true. That's true. Very I true. learned to play both the guitar and the piano. You play guitar now? Not anymore, no. So like if I handed you a guitar, you wouldn't even know what to do with it or what? Oh, I would know. I would remember the basics, but I wouldn't be able to play you anything more than maybe hot crust buns. What are the basics according to you? Like, do you know any chords? Like knowing... Yeah, like knowing like the G chord, A chord, B chord, E chord, back, then the mi- the E minor. Yeah. E back in the day, I remember I'd be I'd be all back in my drinking days. I remember being drunk several different times and somebody like at a bar or wherever I was a group of friends and there'd be some new people I didn't know and they'd be like, "Dude, I play guitar." And I'd be like, and this is when I was just getting into guitar. I the balls on me. I'd be like, fuck off. No, you don't. And they'd be like, yeah, I do. I'm like, show me an A chord. And they're like, I don't have a guitar here. I can't show you an A chord. I'm like, boom. And like, if you play guitar, you can just make your fingers do the shape of the chord and you can just like see the shape, right? Yes. Yeah. Like if like if I'm watching somebody on Saturday Night Live play a song, like if it's Maroon 5 or something, I can watch their guitar player and be like A chord, G chord, C chord, F chord. I like right. And he's like, no, 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 I don't have to show you shit. I'm like, you don't know, fuck it. We don't, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't know, I'll go get my guitar from my trunk. Anyway, <laughs> this is why I'd carry it. No, Ace Guy didn't know me when I was drinking. I'd usually go yeah. drinking with, uh, like, I'd have big buddies. Because mm-hmm. I like to fucking talk some shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. So back to the marbles. The marbles. Yes. Um, God, I don't even know where I left off. Oh, yeah. So they go to the water world. Aladdin. Yeah, I'm just going to call it Aladdin because it's pretty close to that pronunciation. Um, So, turns out Darben comes and invades and then there's a big fight sequence where they're trying to protect the planet, but then they're trying to escape and Kamala just like zings them out of it and basically just lets that planet fucking die. (laughs) It just like explodes or what do you mean? No, like, so like, she's just like, we need to get out of here before Darben gets the other band because they're in such close proximity and because they switch whenever they activate their powers, right? So, um, Miss Marvel makes a decision to open up a time, like a time, uh, not time, like a, a hole, a space hole, or wormhole. Uh, not a wormhole, but a teleport thing, right? Mm-hmm. And like Captain Marvel's like, no, no, we got to stay. We got to take care of this. And like Miss Marvel's like, no, I'm, I'm making the call. So they teleport out of that area while the water is being sucked up out of Aladdin and the people of Aladdin are dying yeah. by the Kree. And then they just never go back. So it's assumed that planet is just destroyed now. <laughs> so they're like, okay. They are you playing with a lighter? Them. Oh, no. I saw it's the cap for my water bottle. Oh, okay. Sounds yeah, like a lighter. Sorry. So they're just like, oh, this okay. is my so brain wanting be- to do anything but talk about this movie. Sorry. I know. I'm almost done. I'm almost done, to be fair. Okay. So then they're just like, oh, she's since she's targeting planets that I like, she's going to go for the sun in, you know, Earth's solar system. <laughs> so then they teleport over there, and then they fight Darben, and then 
Captain Marvel, like amidst punching Darben, is like, listen, I promise you I'll go back and I'll help your planet because I conveniently have enough power to jumpstart a dead sun. Nice. Right. And what Darben's can like, she okay, do? Okay. Right. And I was like, okay, okay. And then she just like she does a whole switcheroo and she fucking knocks him out and takes the other bracelet. And she's like, now I have both bracelets. I can open I can start a sun for our own like I can suck the power out of the sun. And as soon as she puts on both bracelets, she just dies. Darben does? Darben dies, yes. She just she wait. Like she poops out of existence, she bursts into flame, or she just falls over and goes, Oh. She just like you remember like when like the, the blip happened, like how people just kind of like faded away. They turned That's to dust. What happens to her. Yeah. She just turned to ash. She just she turned to slightly glowing purple ash. So wait, That's the it. only person that could beat her was her. Yes. Ugh. <laughs> but they do that in Marvel movies a that- lot. Like in Thor Ragnarok, it wasn't Thor that like beat Helena. Helena just got beat by Ragnarok. Exactly. So stupid. So, um, she, uh, yeah. So when she put on the bracelets though, and she disintegrated herself, she opened up like a hole in space time, basically. Wormhole. And yes, and like it, it shows them like an alternate universe on the other side, so you can see it on the other side. Where Marvel movies Monica are still Ram- good. Who knows? So Monica Rambo, just by looking at this, despite never encountering this before, she's like, listen, you guys need to put on the bracelets and shoot me full of power, and then I can go to the other side and close the hole. The porn version of this is going to be great. I can already feel it. (laughs) Because of all the holes, right? All the holes, the shooting, the goo, the magic. Everybody's getting goo on them. Right. Uh, Well, no one gets goo on them, but oh. In my mind, that goo is everywhere. Okay, good. If that is keeping you engaged, then keep it. <laughs> so, uh, Miss Marvel now puts on both of the gauntlets, but it doesn't kill her. Wait, because she's, are they gauntlets or yeah. bracelets? Bracelets, sorry, bracelets. Okay. She puts on now both of the bracelets, because she only had one before, but now she has both. Oh. So, even though both of them killed Darben, well, Miss Marvel can put them on, she's totally fine. Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel? Miss Marvel. The little girl. The little girl. Gotcha. So, Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel use their powers and shoot them at Monica Rambo, and she like powers up into a white glowing human or whatever. Uh-huh. And then she flies to the other side of this hole, and then she starts shooting at the the rips in the hole to try and close them. And then while she's there, she's like, "I'm not gonna make it. Okay, guys, just go on without me." And then Captain Marvel's like, "No." So she powers up and flies towards the hole. And she doesn't get there in time. So Monica Rambo is now stuck in another universe. But I thought that scene was quite funny because earlier in the, like literally first 15 minutes of the movie, you learn that Captain Marvel actually does have the power to teleport on her own without being connected to the others. Gotcha. So she could have just teleported to the other side of that hole. But for the sake of tension, they made her fly. Well, right. That's exactly because it's, She's got all the powers ever, so nothing is really a problem for her. It's just like if the script decides to have her have a problem or not have a problem. Exactly. So then they all return to Earth. and Well, actually, no. Kamala returns to Earth, and she tells Fury that, oh, Monica got stuck in another reality. And he's like, oh, well, where's Captain Marvel? And she's like, oh, she's fulfilling a promise. So it turns out Captain Marvel went back to Hala. Hala. And she decided to restart their son with her powers. 
that she has. So now the Cree people of Hala are saved. Hala. But uh, and then uh, was it the credits roll? And there's a mid roll credit scene where Monica Rambo she's now she wakes up in a hospital room, and her mother is there, who we learned had died of cancer when she got blipped out of existence. Right. Right. Um, was that in one of the shows? I think they talked about it in WandaVision because I'm aware of it. So that must be why. Okay, gotcha. So her mother still exists in this other universe, but like her mother didn't have her in this universe. So she's like, who the fuck are you? I'm not your mother. Instead, what she is, is she's this hero called Binary. Binary? Binary. Like non-binary? Binary? (laughs) Apparently this character was created in the 90s. Okay. The naming is just coincidental. But she seemed so binary is basically like an alternate universe version of Captain Marvel. Great. So now Captain Marvel is kind of a dumbass character, and now we have two of them. Yeah, but now the the thing is, a one is a white woman and one is a black woman. Oh, good. And but they're then, still both um, women, so they're uninteresting right. as fuck, right? And then, like you see, like um, you remember in the X Men films how like the laboratories and stuff they had that big X on the door, that circular door. Fun fact about me: the only X Men movie I've seen is Logan. Oh shit! Okay, so then, oh yeah, so you wouldn't know. Okay, um, in basically every single X Men movie, uh, there's usually like some cool, like crisp looking lab that they have, and the doors are all round, and they have an X through them for X Men, right? Makes sense. It opens in a cool way. So you see that X-Men door in the background. So you're just like, oh, this is going to tie into Deadpool now because Deadpool is in the X-Men universe. And Beast from X-Men 3 is there. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, for just no reason at all. But it's not the same looking Beast. It's his voice, but they've completely um, Uh, redone the character. Kelsey Grammer wanted to show up to do the voice acting, but not actually be in it. I guess so. Or maybe it was budget cuts. Who knows? Because there were a lot of reshoots with this movie. Oh, yeah. I heard that they added this scene pretty last minute. Yeah, so that would explain why he looks pretty shitty as well. Um, but even then, like, you can tell throughout the film that a lot of stuff was reshot. So, like, I noticed, especially with Miss Marvel, because she's so young, there are scenes where she looks a lot younger than she does in other scenes. <laughs> so it cuts to her, and she's like a little girl, and then it cuts away to his, and then it cuts back to her, and she's, like, got a mustache. Right, Exactly. <laughs> So you can tell, like, okay, she's definitely, like, they definitely did reshoots for that reason. <laughs> then, for some reason, the makeup varies really differently throughout the movie as well. Really? So, like, Carol Danvers more or less looks the same. I think they just add a little more lashes to her in some scenes. But, like, Monica Rambo goes from just, like, normal looking to, like, porn star eye makeup. Really? And then back to normal looking. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, in the same scene or, like, in different scenes? In different scenes, but it's like I'll see mad makeup at the beginning, then no makeup in the middle, then mad makeup again at the end for no reason at all. Continuity errors are one of my favorite things to look for in movies. Right? They do the same thing with Dar Ben. So Dar Ben, throughout the entire film, she's just got a pretty natural look. But then at, in her very final scene, she's got like reddish pink lipstick on. Hmm. They do the same thing with Kamala. She's got lipstick in some scenes, but not with others for no reason at all. My best example I've ever found is in like this. You remember that movie, Mr. Woodcock with Billy Bob Thornton and uh, Stifler? Yes. Yeah. There's a scene where he's all sweaty and like he just got done running and he's in a diner and like it cuts to the person who's working the cash register, then back to Stifler. And he's got like a lot of sweat on him. And then it cuts to the 
like sweat on his shirt, right? So like his his shirt's got sweat stains. Then it cuts to the cash register, then back to Stifler, completely dry, <laughs> back and forth. And like this just keeps coming and going. I gotcha. Yeah, there's quite a few movies that do that. Oh, I remember watching another movie where that happened, where a, a character got wet, and then in the next scene, they're completely dry. I love that. Or like if there's a scene where they're eating at a table, I'll like notice the amount of liquid in all of their cups. Like if you can see into their glass, like that'll oh, that'll gotcha. fluctuate up and down. It's like, ah, you can tell how many different times I had to take and retake because they're like, you know, you're drinking the wine and then they say something important. So then you put the glass down and then it's like, ah, oh, fuck, do it again. So then they have to fill up the cup because he keeps running out of wine. Yeah. Right. Good stuff. So, sorry, this is my brain just being like, I hate this conversation. You're good. You're good. So, that's basically the Marvels. Um, But here's my questions to you. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, this is the type of movie that the whole internet, especially the types of internet that we inhabit, are going to be like, fuck this movie. And then the fun thing for people like us is just to listen to people rip on it for sucking. Is there a possibility that if you were like a 12 year old girl and you just liked the Mar, like you like the Marvel universe, would you go to this movie and be like, fuck yeah, it's awesome? Or is it Probably so bad yeah. that you'd watch it and be like, fuck this? Uh, it's so bad that I would say, like, I made notes, man. I took a lot of notes. Because, um... okay. When I saw the two episodes of Ahsoka, in my mind, it was like no rational human being, especially an adult could ever find this enjoyable. This is horrid. But then on the internet, I did see different people being like, Ahsoka's so cool, and did you see when Anakin showed up, and this was so awesome, and they were fucking adults, and I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. So, if you're a kid, and we're talking like maybe five, six, seven, you'll probably enjoy this, because there's cats, there's a lot of flashing lights. (laughs) It's bright and shiny, and there's cats. Right. You'll like it for that reason. But if you're literally an adult with more than two brain cells, you'll be like, what the fuck is this shit? Because it just it's really poorly edited. So there's a whole lot of probably good story, not good storytelling, necessary storytelling that was cut out of the film for the runtime. So you get kind of confused pretty easily because they jump into things without really explaining or even expositioning anything. So within the first 10 minutes, you're already lost. Um. Nick Fury, so if you remember in Captain Marvel, Nick Fury was basically just a bumbling pussy. I don't know if you remember that at all. Didn't see Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. So you know how through all the MCU stuff, like Nick Fury has been kind of like a badass with a you know a little bit of wit to him? Yeah. Yeah. So in Captain Marvel, because that took place in the mid-90s, it was a young Nick Fury, and he was basically just an emasculated idiot. He didn't really do anything, even though he was still part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Gotcha. So... Instead of the character, because now he's old Nick Fury here, right? So you think like, oh, because that Nick Fury is a badass, he will continue to be a badass because that's how his character evolved. No, they just made him 1995 Captain Fury again, even though he's way older and seen and done some shit. Does Samuel L. Jackson act in the movie as if he gives a fuck or does he, is he stopped giving a fuck? He's definitely stopped giving it. He's honestly, he's barely in the movie. Oh. He's just kind of there. That's it. He doesn't actually serve any purpose. Like, there's a fight scene in the Saber's space station when they're all, like, switching powers and everything. And, like, two Kree warriors get teleported to the station and they're trying to fight them. And Nick Fury is just sitting in a chair the whole time (laughs) fighting one of them. In a chair? Yes. And then finally, when one of them is on top of them, still sitting in that chair, he just points his gun and shoots. 
I, I'm sure the way I'm envisioning it in my head is not the way it is on screen, but I'm just picturing no, Samuel the, the Jackson. No, the way that you're envisioning it is probably exactly how I'm just it is picture, I just picture him showing up on set and being like, I'm not getting out of this motherfucking chair. And they're like, uh, fine. And he's just like, I'm going to do my whole scene. I'm not leaving this chair, goddammit. That's basically it, actually. Yeah, that's basically it. Um, there's no male characters aside from Nick Fury. Yeah, like, at all. That's a huge so, problem. Kamala Khan's family is all there, and like, so during the scene where they're all switching powers, right? So some of the Kree warriors get teleported to the Khan ho- household, right? Mm-hmm. And all of them are in the living room. So the the dad and the brother, they're just kind of like there, or they disappear. But for some reason, the mom is a badass and like literally fighting off a Kree warrior from stabbing her husband somehow. And she's just some bitch. She's just some bitch, man. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. And then for one of the Kree warriors, the dad and brother decide to try and smother him with a mop. <laughs> nice. It's just, this, so, and then it's a pretty tactical move right there. For, but back to them, Carol, not back to them having no male characters. We've talked I'm about this there. before. All right. Okay. Okay. Then the husband that Carol has on Aladdin or whatever, it's actually a really cute Asian dude, but they've put on like a bunch of eyeshadow and lipstick on him. So it actually looks like a woman. Like you wouldn't tell it were a dude unless you looked at the crotch. The crotch is the giveaway. (laughs) Good title. Yeah. The crotch (laughs) is the giveaway. Oh, yeah. There you go. Write that one down. Write that one down. So it's those are like the only three male characters and they just don't do anything. And like I said, Nick Fury is just kind of there for the sake of being there. Everyone is a woman for the sake of being a woman, I guess. Um, We've talked about this before, how it's insane that Disney purchased Marvel and Star Wars because they had no real good offerings for boys. They have the girl market on lock, bunch of princesses everywhere. And what they immediately did with both properties is to start being like, you know what? There's too many dudes in here. Let's get as many women in here as we possibly can. And so my cousin was out here with his fifth grade boy. Mm-hmm. And they, it was just before Halloween. And the boy was going to go as Kylo Ren because he loves Star Wars. And Kylo Ren is literally the best character that Star Wars has to offer for his age demographic. I would have said mm-hmm. probably him and... um mandalorian okay but think about it in the sequel trilogy of seven eight and nine the best male character that a boy could latch on to is kylo fucking ren because yeah finn is there but finn is kind of a bitch and he's also a stormtrooper and they don't really ever give him any direction as a character he's just kind of around the only person who's there and is less of a character and also a male is poe dameron the fuck does he do other than i guess he flies a x-wing really well in the first movie and then that's the last we hear about that mm-hmm. i don't know it's just crazy i know nothing is. about star wars so yeah. just picture it's like the perfect uh universe for like a young boy to be like into like it's just so cool like mm-hmm. there's space wizards and light swords and fucking rad and then they just turned it into a bunch of chicks <sighs> they put some chicks in it and made it lame and gay yeah <laughs> But you saw um, Ahsoka. They didn't make her openly gay, but Ahsoka definitely looked at that bitch with the green tentacles. Oh, and the music, yeah, the right. music had a change. It's like, yeah, they're setting this up for something down the road. So the other thing, hold on, I'm just because I covered some of these points already. So the villain was—I actually thought she was a good villain. They just didn't do anything with her. So 
I like the idea that Captain Marvel made a villain and that villain was doing everything she could to save her race. That was actually a really interesting backstory that they just took nowhere. Yeah. Um, so they actually like had a chance to make a compelling villain and they got rid of it. The the gauntlets to open up jump space portals. Bracelets. Okay. Sorry, bracelets. I like I it. Have wh- gauntlets and bracelets I right like now. it when Sorry. you call them bracelets. It's undermining. Okay. Bracelets. Okay. The bracelets to open jump space portals. So you've seen Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yeah. Do you remember how they jump across the universe? They like kind of ping pong around. Like it's kind of like atoms. And they kind of like go in and out of it. No, no, no. It's little like holes that open into like a different little unit. Like Stan Lee was there having a conversation and then they open a hole in the opposite side of the room and then they're in another universe. You know what that is? What? A jump space portal. That's what that is? <laughs> they already fucking exist. But for some reason, Dar Ben needs these bracelets to do that. And even worse is that they use the exact same animation as they did in Guardians of the Galaxy. So, they so it's the exact same portal. Could have just hired Rocket Raccoon instead? Pretty much. She's trying to acquire ancient bracelets, quote-unquote, to do something that already exists in this universe and timeline. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> it it just, <laughs> doesn't right. make sense. I, I just... It doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Uh, again, it's just a wasted villain because they needed something that would bring them all together, right? And, oh, they're women, so bracelets are perfect for that. <laughs> That's why it's um, funny. <sighs> Carol just continues to be a fucking dumb cunt, man. So she's floating around in her little space thing with her flirkin, right? And she's been all alone for basically 30 years because she's playing, like, refugee finder, right? And... <sighs> She's like, they teleport to her ship to try and get to know each other. And she's like, it's so nice to have people around. But then they don't actually show us any scenes that would show Carol having trouble adapting to being part of a team, let alone be a leader, because she's been alone for so long. So I don't remember. You saw Civil War? Yeah. One time in the theaters. Okay, but you remember one of the big things about that original lineup of Avengers was that Captain America and Tony Stark had a huge clashing of ideals. And that's ultimately what split them up for the events of Infinity War, but then brought them together for Endgame. Yes. Those are really good plot points that added tension, built the characters, and propelled the plot in meaningful ways. There's none of that here. They literally just come together and form girl bonds because they're girls. Well, they're after bracelets. They want bracelets, bracelets to do something that already exists in the universe. Well, they didn't want to contract out to Rocket Raccoon. Oh, like it's just it's it's oh god. There's no reason for me to like any of these characters. And she's the other thing too is one of the big things that they've made a huge point of making in basically every movie that Captain Marvel has been in is that she's there to save people. She saved the Skrulls. She made a home for the Skrulls. She saves the Avengers in the final fight. But meanwhile, she explains in the, like literally in a piece of dialogue, she explains that the Kree were brainwashed over a millennia by a sentient AI into believing that the Skrulls were bad. Despite that, she still just says, fuck all of you, and kills the planet. <laughs> yeah. But then goes back at the end of the movie to save the planet she fucked over. So, 
or some lizard refugees. Did Scroll and Cree come about in Captain America 1? Because I don't understand what those even are. The Skrulls were first introduced into the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Captain Marvel. Okay. They so, never showed up before that. I didn't see that. So they've come up in a couple of things that I have seen. And I'm like, what the fuck is... I guess they're like shapeshifters? They are shapeshifters, yes. And so the... The they're scroll, basically the scroll okay. are the shapeshifters. Yes, they're the good guys. Apparently, the creel, creel, cree, the cree. Do they shapeshift? No, they're bad guys. Apparently. So see, I've seen most Marvel stuff up until like you know the last four ish years, and I have no mm-hmm. fucking idea. So the Kree are shapeshifters. No, not four years. The last maybe year, two years. Okay. The Kree are basically an analogy for Jews. <laughs> the Kree are. The, no, sorry. The Skrulls are. The Skrulls are. They're the bad guys. No, the Skrulls are the good guys oh, because the they've been persecuted. Yes. Gotcha. The shapeshifters are the good guys because they've been persecuted. And they're but looking for their home. They're looking for a home because they've been persecuted across the, the galaxy. Gotcha. But... In the first half of Captain Marvel, they're bad guys and they act like bad guys. Oh. I don't get but it. then halfway halfway into Captain Marvel, one of these niggas just walks in slurping a thing of soda. He's like, yo, yo, just wait, just wait, just chill. <laughs> Literally, that's what he says. Yeah. And then suddenly they're good guys. Oh. I... But the Cree <laughs> the Cree have we're, always we're been. We're two bad adults guys. in our thirties. <laughs> I know. Like, I'd love to tell you about what Baby Yeti did at bedtime tonight that was so fucking crazy, and that would be so much more fun to talk about. Okay. Like, real life. Okay. So then let me let me summar- summarize this then. Um, the Marvel sucks because it makes no fucking sense. It's poorly edited. It doesn't develop any characters, doesn't develop any plot. And quite frankly, it is a useless movie in the MCU because it doesn't tie anything together. And who's your and audience? That's the biggest question. Who? Diehard Marvel fans. And how many of those are left? Not a lot. Not a lot. Oh, one one extra thing I want to tack on. There was an alarming amount of lone dudes in my... They're all YouTube content creators. Bro, I would have believed that if some of them weren't laughing at the punchlines. I was going to ask you, how full was your theater? So there was a family that came of four, which is, that's fine. Then there were four teenagers, like probably around like 15 or 16. And then there were six dudes on their own. Just like solo. Just solo. <laughs> okay. How many, like it was a full theater of like 90 seats or what? Standard. Yeah. 90, a hundred seats, something like that. And there were 12 people there. 12 to 15. Yeah. And this movie, this is opening night. This is, well, this tomorrow's opening day. So this is the advanced preview. So you would think, you know, if people gave a shit, they'd come, they'd come out. Because I remember seeing Star Wars Episode 7, like when Force Awakens, and it came out in like December. I remember standing outside in the snow, like in a massive line. The theater was only playing that movie and all shows were sold out. We've got tickets weeks in advance. Mm -hmm. And this had 15 people in it. Yep. Uh, to, but to be fair, this is, again, advanced screening, of which there were 12 advanced screening showtimes today, by the way, at my theater. 
And um, it was also four o'clock, but I mean, school's already out, so mm. not that not that hard. Yeah, not because like I saw a screenshot on Twitter. I did a on Tuesday, was it? I did a picture of Brie Larson, and I was like, I dare you to name something that you'd rather do than see the Marvels this weekend. And God damn it, that tweet will not shut up. Every time I open Twitter, it's like plus 20, plus 20, plus 20. And it's gotten to that phase where it's just anime weirdos saying the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Like? Ooh, I took a screenshot of this one and I put it into the Discord because it was so fucking crazy. This person mm-hmm. takes a picture of a gigantic stuffed animal that's mm-hmm. in lingerie. Mm-hmm. And it was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to take Lulu. It was an L name, like Louie, Looney. I'm going mm-hmm. to take Looney out for a date. And then come home and make sweet love to her. I spent all and at first I thought this is probably a joke. Then they said I spent all October working on an AI voice for her so that she can talk to me. And I was like, oh, buddy, you need to turn yourself into some like somebody needs to be responsible for you. You cannot be left alone to your own devices. I'm pretty sure that whoever was responsible for them probably dipped because he's so fucking weird. That's that's not that these people are among us. Also, so many people answering with like, I'm going to read comic books because comic books is where the real story is. It's like, oh my God. So you think you're dunking on me for being in support of some nerd shit, but I'm being sarcastic by bragging about you being into other nerd shit that you deem better than this other nerd shit. Oh my God. Have a fucking child and live someplace. No, harsh. don't have a child. We don't want oh, yeah, to yeah. have children. <laughs> don't reproduce. Yeah, yeah. But like live someplace harsh where you have to go out and like cut wood to keep your house warm because you must live in a like an apart. I don't know, man. I, you just, I just get a brief window into these different people's lives. And I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? What are you doing? Living off disability. Um, every, I, Right. It has to be. And then every now and then I'll get somebody that will be like your mom. Like your mom is something better than watching the Marvels this weekend. And I've been having the most fun with those ones because I'm like, bro, I, I tapped on your profile and in 10 seconds, I can tell you that my mom has got higher standards than some fucking anime weeb. <laughs> like, please, dude, your profile reeks of virginity. Get the fuck out of here with your boss. Shut the fuck up. You've never seen a woman naked in your entire life. I would imagine that the your mom jokes are the ones that probably tickle your fancy because that's right up your lane for humor. Like your mom jokes? I do like a good your mom joke. Exactly. Yeah. So I figured those would tickle your fancy. Yeah, well, yeah. And there's also ones that are like, I'm going to bang my girlfriend or whatever like that. And it's like, right. Your your profile picture is an anime chick with pink hair. Come on. Come on. You have a girlfriend. Come on. Your girlfriend's probably that guy's stuffed animal. You just sneak it out of his house when he falls asleep after eating a jar of mayonnaise. You have your way with his stuffed animal. Vex, did you see what I posted that in the Discord? Legit, somebody took a picture of a life-size stuffed animal that they intend to bang this weekend. S- somewhere out there is a person who spent all of October making AI voice recordings for his stuffed animal that he fucks. That's a real thing. <sighs> You know, I you know what I just I'm glad that that semen is going into a stuffed animal instead of a human. That's all. <laughs> just, 
this happens every time I have a tweet that goes like really big. It starts off with like funny people, and then it gets to just like it, 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 it. This is when it's dying. It's just everybody answering is the weirdest fucking person on the face of the planet, and they're only weird. They're only outdone in weirdness by the person who answers next. It's incredible. You've had tweets that are huge. Do you not have this happen to you, or is this unique to me? I think it's just unique. Well, I don't um, like. I find the the tweets that you usually put out are like, "This person calls you ugly," or "This happens," or "This uh, steps in front of you at the grocery." You know, it's those kind of things. Yeah. So you can make up all these like different scenarios where I'll just like retweet things like my top twenty five movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it starts a conversation on that, right? So I like it's. It opens a dialogue, but not as open as a dialogue as some as the shit that you tweet out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My voice cracked. Hey. <clears throat> Sorry, just a couple of people over here. Um, All right, what what did Baby Yeti do, dude? Okay, so for uh, for reasons unknown, Mrs. Yeti, because it's you know it's winter, it snowed like a foot last night. Which, by the way, thanks a lot, Apple Weather. Apple Weather was like a cold front's coming. You will get some fog. It snowed a foot yesterday. <laughs> Wait, say that again? I, leading up to the storm yesterday, Apple weather, like, you know, Apple's on on your iPhone, the weather app. It was like, yeah, dog, it's going to get cold. It's going to get like into the 30s and it's going to be very foggy for about a day. But what actually happened was it snowed a foot. Okay. All right. I just think it's funny that Apple like could not have called that wronger. Okay. So it's cold, right? And okay. we put the kids to sleep in a sleep sack, it's called. Are you aware of this thing? No. It is basically like it goes over their their torso like a tank top, right? So their arms are free. And then it's like it's really it's made out of like a, a heavy material, like not like heavy in weight, but heavy in. Oh, what's the word for it? There's a word for it shit they use it in jackets a lot anyway it's it's really down no because that's the material down is a material loft it's loft i've never heard that okay i know right when i was watching jacket reviews for forever i learned the word loft and it's loftiness so anyway they're super like warm and then there's it zips around them so that their feet are enclosed and like they can't get out of it right because it's all zipped up and so that way because if you you can't just put a kid in the crib with a blanket they'll choke themselves out Yes. Until they get old enough. But baby Yeti's old enough where she could have a blanket or a pillow if she wanted. She doesn't want a pillow. But tonight, Mrs. Yeti was like, let's try a blanket. Hey, like, hey, baby Yeti, you want a blanket? And she pitched a massive fucking fit. She broke it down because we had the balls to offer her a blanket. She's like, no, no blanket. Don't want a- I don't want blanket. And then we we're like, all right, chill. Hold on. We're just going to put it next to your crib. So that if you do want it, you can grab it. And oh my God, just fucking went ape shit. And so Mrs. Yeti comes out of her, because I went out to the backyard to go get more wood. More wood? We always, whenever we say more wood, we say it like Joey from Full House. More wood? Do you remember when he was the PBS like puppet host? He was like it Ranger Joey. Bells, yes. Yeah, he had a puppet that was a woodchucker, a beaver or something. And it was like more wood? Anyway. I go out to go get more wood. I come back in and she just comes walking out of baby Eddie's room and she's just like, the autism is strong in my family. My husband (laughs) has it. My children have it. (laughs) That poor woman. (laughs) 
dude today was nuts um because we have back to back like tomorrow we're having like a set of our like friends come over with their kid that's in our kids age bracket and then the day after that another set so i was cleaning all fucking day and you know what goes through my head every time i'm on my hands and knees like scrubbing the floor anal sex yep you got it <laughs> i wish i had my sound effects board so i could play that ding point back <laughs> that's why you're my bronze pony right there <laughs> oh bronze hold up <laughs> Is that racist or am I, I third mean, place? <laughs> you're not third place. Let's just put it like that. Oh, okay. I, uh, you know, I'll accept that then. Okay. My bronze pony. I thought of that this week and I couldn't wait to bust it out on the show. That there, there's a potential title right there as well. That's my new nickname for you is my bronze pony. Aw. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thought of it I'm days not gonna, like, ago. I'm going to find out six months from now that that's actually an insult, am I? No, I don't think so. It used to be no. back in the day when Reed was on, I called him my pretty little biscuit. And I'm he'd show up on the pod and I'm like, where's my pretty little biscuit? (laughs) And it sucks because I love that nickname and I I wish I could still use it. I I don't know, man. That one's kind of gay. Your mom gay. I've got three kids to prove otherwise. Dude, I have an aunt that has two kids and is gay. Okay, point yes. Yeah, right. Ding. Then in rebuttal, I would say I know my mom's not gay because she crushes on the same dudes that I crush on. I wonder if that's a genetic thing. You know what I found out as a kid that actually really fucking disturbed me? What? Apparent you'll be damaged by this if I tell you. Okay. Okay. Apparently your uh sexual interests can be genetic. Can be? Can be. Okay. So say you're you really like anal, you probably have a parent that also really enjoys anal. <laughs> Disturbing, right? Why, why'd you pick that as the example? I don't know, because we were talking about anal like one minute ago. <laughs> you were talking about anal. Well, you said you were down on your hands and knees, and I what was All I right. thinking about? And I said anal. No. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's how we got on this tangent in the first place. No, do you know what I think about every every time I'm like scrubbing the floor? Um, these damn dirty apes. Come on, you don't know? No, I don't know. Really? No. <laughs> I asked in the Discord, and immediately three different people were like, "Fucking Kelsey," and I was like, "Fucking Kelsey." Oh yeah, sorry. If if I maybe okay, yeah, I just don't think about Kelsey anymore because she left our lives, so therefore she has left my brain. I get you. She wasn't in your life as long as she was in mine, so I, I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. 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 What were you saying? Right. I don't know. Kids, craziness. So that was what you wanted to talk about was the Marvels. 